welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. experienced that life-changing, amen, presence and power of God, amen, and I'm so uh, delighted tonight to say that I know him, and he is such a good, good, wonderful God to us. Where would we be if uh, we didn't have him in our life, amen, many of you can testify to that, and that's a testimony that we need to share with people, praise God. Thank you for being here tonight, and those that join us online, thank you for being with us, and we're still praying for those that are still trying to recover uh, from sickness and, and uh, this uh, uh, COVID stuff uh, has been very, uh, has, has, uh, it, like to, it likes to visit us more than once, so we've had people that have come down with it vaccine or no vaccine they've they've uh, been blessed with it at least twice and uh so uh we uh are glad to be here tonight praise god amen we had to take last weekend off and the wednesday before that and some churches had done it before us and now some churches have done it after us and now with this weather coming in we've had some churches that have uh foregone their so for they've the Sunday night service, they've just not done it because of the inclement weather. But we are here, and we're going to let God just touch us tonight. I'm so glad to have my family, some of my family with us here tonight. My niece, Brittany, and, and her, her husband, Thomas. We're glad they're here. And then you got Finley, and you got Reuben, and you got Broderick. And Broderick's the one she's got right now. That is, uh, and uh, these are wonderful young men and they're growing up and God help them with their food bill coming down in just a few more years she's going to be uh, uh, blessed with that uh, Thomas is a licensed minister with United Pentecostal Church International he is also a chaplain at one of our lar- large hospitals in Indianapolis and uh, you want to testify and leave a testimony tonight I'm embarrassing you right now I know I am <laughs> testify come on up here Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of God tonight. So thankful that no matter where we go, God is with us. And uh, I hear it all the time at the hospital. I go into a room of a patient and they say, you know what, chaplain, there's just something different about you. Just the feeling in the room changed when you walked in. Now everybody knows that's the mighty power of the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ. Amen. Not, Not too long ago, I was working at the hospital in the, in the emergency room and watching a, a, the, the trauma team uh, code a patient and wasn't going well and uh, they uh, finally the doctors decided to stop and uh, the, the patient passed away and they said, uh, Chaplain, we need you to go back uh, to be with the family, uh, but don't say anything about 
about the patient dying until the doctor gets into the room. And so I, I go in the room with the family, and first thing they ask me is pray. And uh, I can't tell them that he, he's dead yet, but they want me to pray. So it's like, oh, goodness. <laughs> God, why do you put me in these uh, awkward positions here? So uh, I went ahead and prayed. And uh, as a chaplain, uh, when a family asked me to pray, uh, I, I pray in Jesus' name. And, um, and there's power in the name of Jesus. And there's power to heal. And so we said a prayer, and uh, uh, the, the doctor pages me, and he says, uh, come back to the room. And so I, I leave the room. They said, we don't know what happened, but the patient came back to life, and he's doing okay. And so we go back into, and tell the family, it's just amazing what God can and will do. Amen. So I just want to bless you with that testimony. It's so good to be here today. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Let's clap our hands and praise God for that testimony. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. What a God we serve. Amen. And, and that should bolster your faith tonight that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And it's His power. Praise God. So don't be afraid to acknowledge Him and bless Him. Amen, with your praise and worship. Second Timothy, fourth chapter, Brother uh, Gardner preached this morning, and I made me a little name tag up that I want to maybe get made. Uh, yeah, you're t and you've seen it today. Your tour guide for today is, and uh, the whole thing about it, his message was talking about being that person like a Philip that's there ready to present the gospel to people that are desiring to see more of God and to have more of God in their life. And I think that you and I have that opportunity. I think we can be a voice. Now the enemy will try to come and take that voice away from us and try to stop us from, amen, promoting the gospel, amen. But yet at the same time, you and I have to be in that position to say, Lord, whatever you will, that's what I would like to do. I want to be a part of that. And this new year is what we're striving for. Amen. We're striving for that devotion. We're striving for dedication. We're striving, amen, to make sure we know the doctrine. And he talked about that this morning. Amen. To know the doctrine. you got to know. Why do you believe what you believe? Amen. Because if I'm ever going to convince anybody else, i got to be convinced myself. Right? Amen. So we need to do that. Tonight, I'm going to be talking a little bit in those lines, but more in, 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 the, in the part, in the vein of, of finishing what we started. Amen. I've got to finish what I've started. I've got to get to the finish line, right? Amen. That's what we're shooting for. So let me read tonight, 2 Timothy 4, beginning of verse 5. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions. How many had some afflictions? Do the work of an evangelist. You see, the New Testament church believed that that was a primary function of the church was evangelism. And it has not changed. Amen. We have to do the primary work as an evangelist, to evangelize. Make proof of, the, of thy ministry. For I have now ready to be offered, am now ready to be offered in time my departure is at hand. He said, I fought a good fight, I finished my course, I've kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. Verse 9, he says, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. And is departed into Thessalonica, Cretans to Galatia. 
Titus and Domitian. Amen. So we want to preach a little bit tonight about that finish line. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. Now we understand Paul's talking about he's nearing death. We understand that he knows that his death is imminent. It is near. Amen. But you and I, when, I, when we look at that finish line tonight, I want to look beyond that. I want to look at that place that the Lord has made for us that we're all trying to strive to get there in Jesus' name. Let's put our Bibles down, raise our hands one more time, and let's just ask God to bless us in this service tonight. Lord God, we thank you once again for your goodness, your mercy, your loving kindness that you have so graciously shown to us. And I pray, God, tonight that you would minister, move, bless, touch. Amen. Help us, Lord God, in this service this evening, but not tonight only, but in the days to come. Amen. To fulfill your, your will. Amen. And your purpose in this world. Amen. For we know that you came to seek and to save that which is lost. And Lord, help us to be a part of the end time harvest. Amen. In Jesus' wonderful name, everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, as you look at me, you will know that I am not a marathon runner. There was a time that I could run probably about 150 pounds ago. There was a time that I had the stamina. There was the time that I had the grit. There was a time. Amen. There's something about age and there's something about time that passes by and we lose some of those qualities and we lose some of those uh, uh, aspirations. We just kind of accept it status quo as it is. But when entering into a marathon, there is a goal. That goal is set in the runner's mind months prior to actually running the race. Much preparation, much exercise, sacrifice has been paid by that individual. And the next several hours of the race will pay off because of the training that they had put into it day after day, week after week, month after month. And that runner has to note the proper diet. They've got to get the right equipment, the right shoes, the right things to wear, the right type of training, the proper coaching uh, to be successful in his adventure. And the main goal for the, the marathon runner is crossing the finish line. They don't want it. They don't accept nothing else. I've got to cross the finish line. As the day of the actual race is coming and the the runner is getting prepared and he's still training, but he has to actually slow down the amount of running that he does or she does in order to be healthy to run the race. They need to make sure that they get enough sleep, that they get the right foods and nutrition, that they cut their running actually approximately 50% in the final week of the race. And it's at this point when they're about ready to start it's noted that in the mind of the runner, <clears throat> doubt begins to kick in. Did I train enough for this race? Am I going to finish this race? Or will I place well in this race? <clears throat> in 2 Timothy 4 and verse 7, he said, I fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. The Apostle Paul compares the Christian, to a soldier, to a husbandman, to a sufferer, to a student, to a vessel, to a servant. He said, I have fought a good fight. 
And every Christian is going to have to fight their own spiritual battle. Amen. It may not, it may be uh, uh, with their own fleshly desires. It may be a trial that God has put uh, uh, them through. Or it may be a trial that somebody else has put them through. Uh, Amen. We don't know. It may be a trial that we're just facing every day uh, or just every now and then. But regardless of the fight, you will come out victorious. Amen. If you determine uh, that there is a finish line and I'm going to walk through it with my hands raised. I have finished the fight. He said, I have finished my course. The Apostle Paul was talking about walking by faith and not by sight. In other words, finishing what has been started. That is the key to spiritual success. It's not time to quit. It's not time because of all the stuff going on that we throw in the towel. It's not time to to so-called take the back seat, amen, and just kind of slide by. But it's time to stand up, take a stand, amen, lift each other up, amen, prepare ourselves and say it's not by my might, but it's by His Spirit. I say hallelujah. Amen. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Amen. Understand, our faith is the one thing that nobody can take from you. Amen. It's going to be tried on a daily basis. But faith has become embedded in our hearts. And it's faith that will carry us through every physical, spiritual battle that we face. Let me give you a thought tonight. There's too many times that loneliness, a feeling of being unloved or unwanted, can begin to consume our soul. But we are not alone. We are not alone. Hallelujah, there we are. Amen, we're not by ourselves. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not alone. Just give it to me if it goes out. Thank you, we're not alone. I'm going to lift up my eyes. Amen, I'm going to look into the hills from which come in my help. Amen, my help comes from the Lord. Amen, the Almighty, my God, my Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, he's not, he's not, he's not, uh, 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 he, he sees me where I'm at. He's not walking somewhere else. Uh, amen, it's not void of his presence. Uh, his presence is with me. Uh, he is leading me uh, and he is guiding me. Amen, I'm here to tell you, there is something in the presence and the power of God. If you will enter into it, uh, if you will entertain it, uh, amen, if you will raise your hands and ask God uh, for his help, my God will be there for you, uh, amen. And it says in his word that he will supply our needs. When I talk about the word of God, amen, I understand it's a light unto my path. It is a gate to heaven, amen. It's a guide in my youth. It comforts me uh, in, uh, when, I, when I age. Uh, it is my food uh, when I'm hungry. It's my water as we sing when I'm thirsty. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help me rest when I'm weary. Uh, amen. It is my hope. Uh, amen. When uh, I am 
not a believer. It's my salvation, amen, for the sinner. Amen. It's the grace, amen, that we have as a child of God. Amen. The Word of God is something that is very valuable, important in our lives. With it, we succeed. Without it, we fail. It's what helps us train. <clears throat> Amen. John 4, 34, Jesus said to them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And notice what he says, And to finish his work. My meat is to do the will of him. Amen. There's one thing about a cyclist when he is cycling in these big tournaments. Amen. For him to compete in the race, he is given many times along the way a small cup of water just to keep him going. If you watch them, you'll see him go by. They'll grab the water and they will put it down in their mouth or on their face or whatever. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, it's just giving them a little strength for a little, a little, a little while longer to get a little further down the road. Amen. I'm here to tell you, if I might use this uh, in this way uh, amen it's like the same cup of water that you might be uh, that that's compared to a drink uh, amen from the altar of the spirit of god amen when you're traveling down the road amen you get parched things are going bad it may not look good but all of a sudden the spirit of god shows up and it refreshes you and it gives you the sustenance you need to go on a little while longer <clears throat> well let's clap our hands and praise him tonight Why do you say that? Because we got to finish the work. Brother Bobby, that's why Bible studies are so important. That's why that one-on-one -on -one communication is so important. we got to finish the work. Amen. Don't just talk to somebody one time and then leave them hanging out there. Amen. But go time and time again and entertain them and tell them how important the Word of God is. And steal them the word of God. Let them know, amen, what the word, the message says, amen, unto them in this day and time. If there was not a Philip, where would the Ethiopian unit ended? He was interested, but he had nobody, amen, to, 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 to reveal to him or to share with him the meaning of the word of God that he was reading. But because Philip showed up. Amen. Because he had a mind for God and he was able to be informed by God that this is where he was. Go and tell him. Go and witness. We know how it ended. Amen. He was baptized. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. Somebody say hallelujah. We got to finish the work. That work is called for. Amen. We are to do what? Spread the gospel. How? In prayer. Amen. Being a servant of God in the house of God. Amen. God's called you and I to a specific duty uh, to accomplish. Amen. He's, he's called us uh, and places us uh, and uses us uh, the same way. Uh, amen. That, that if I could say uh, like a chess player. Amen. And uses his pieces during a game. Amen. There's strategy involved. Amen. I used to play chess a lot when I was younger. I loved the game. Amen. And I love to, to sit there and think uh, uh, move after move, uh, maybe two moves, three moves, four moves, uh, five moves ahead. Uh, amen. Anticipating what they might do uh, and then making my move. Uh, amen. Knowing if he does this, uh, I'll do this. Or if he does that, I'll do this. Uh, amen. There's strategy involved. Uh, and let me tell you something. There's strategy about the Word of God. There's strategy about your relationship with God. Amen. Let me tell you, there the fivefold use of the word, if I might say. Amen. Number one, you get the word of God, you hold it. What does the Bible say? I'm going to hide his word in my heart. Why? That I might not sin against him. You got to get a hold of the word of God. You got to hang on to the word of God. You want to get to the finish line. The word has to mean something to you. 
Amen. But just looking at it or holding it, it's not going to do you. Amen. you got to study it. Amen. you got to minister to yourself. Sometimes we are waiting on somebody else to minister to us. But that's why we do the Bible reading. Amen. We're ministering to ourselves through the study of the Word of God. Amen. I can't depend on everybody else. I need to get it for myself. So i got to hold it. i got to study it. And then after I've done that, I've got to apply it. Everybody say apply it. What do I do when I apply it? I put it into action. It's not going to do anybody any good if you hold it in here. It's not going to do anybody good if you kind of retain it for yourself. Amen. You can hold it. You can study it. But you've got to put it to action. Amen. Rightly dividing it. Amen. Don't let false doctrine enter into your heart and your life. That's why the word is so important. Amen. You get it in your heart. Why? It will help you stand. Amen. When deception comes knocking on your door. And then last but not least, you got to preach it. How do you preach it? You take it to the streets. You take it to your workplace. You take it to your family. Amen. As Brother Bobby said this morning, amen, get the Bible study chart out. Amen. And, be, uh, and dig in. Uh, amen. And realize that I've got to reach somebody with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. And I would say to you tonight, get your own Bible study chart. We'll get it for you. Amen. Put it up in your house. Begin to read it yourself. Begin to delve into the Word of God. Amen. And begin to study the Word for yourself so you can be prepared to t- reach out to other people with it. Amen. You got to finish the course. Listen, we don't have much time left. Amen. We got all kinds of stuff going on. We got people that are going by the wayside. We got people that are fearful and afraid. Right, rightfully so because of what's going on around us. But when we get into this race, we got to be determined. Look at your neighbor and say, we got to be determined. What's that song we sing? I am determined to hold out to the end. Amen. Jesus is with me and on him I can depend. I know I have salvation. Why? I feel it. I'm going to tell you what, if you've got the real thing, you're going to feel it. If you've got the real thing, you're going to feel it. Amen. If you don't feel it, then you need to reconnect. Amen. Because it's in that process that God is going to begin to work with you and through you, in you. Amen. And touch the lives of other people. I was reading in Hebrews 12.1. It says, wherefore, seeing we are all compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. He says simply this, lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience that race that is set before us. Lay aside. What does that mean, lay aside? It means that we must take an examination of ourselves look what's going on inside of us what is hindering me what is stopping me you know a lot of times we 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 talk about sin as these big sins out you know if you do that that's a sin but you know just not doing nothing can also be determined to be a sin to take what we've got and not spread it out that's not right We need to do whatever we can and run this race with patience. Lay it aside. Do you know that only God and and, and you yourself know what is weighing you down? Nobody else might know anything about it. But I will tell you this. I know that it's going to take prayer. It's going to take bringing yourself under the presence of God. Amen. To get further down to diagnose what is going on in my life. That dryness, that callousness. That is affecting our soul. 
Amen. I don't want to be that way. I don't want to live that way. Amen. So I'm going to pray and I'm going to dig a little deeper. I'm going to find, I want to get down where there's something, amen, called water. I, I want to get down to where I know that there's something that's about ready to spring forth because I'm cleaning that well out. I'm cleaning that, 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 that I want to take that, that blockage, amen, that's blocking my, 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 my life. And I want to let God begin to remove it, amen, and remove those things that are hindering me. Run with patience. How many is patient? Come on now. How many has gotten a situation where you're driving down the road? You hear me talking about often. Usually happens to me every now and then. I was talking to my son on the phone the other day. And I didn't realize he was driving. I didn't think about it. And he was driving. And all of a sudden, he just said, oh, you idiot. And I'm like, what? What was that all about? This person just cut me off, pulled out in front of me. And I said, okay. You know how it is. You're driving down. You're not paying attention. Somebody will pull in front of you or maybe you've pulled in front of somebody else. And all of a sudden, they got just a few things to say to you when they get up beside you. But there's something about it. Run, he said, with patience. That marathon runner has to pace himself. To run that long distance. He has to be careful. I was, I was watching a race here, here not too long ago. And somebody that started out well. And they were running. And they were out about six lengths in front of everybody else. And the, the, the announcer started talking about how that, that they might have started too quick. And they might have stretched themselves too far. But it looked like they were just burning it up. And everything is going to be great. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. About a lap and a half before the finish line, the gas ran out. And not just one, but two, but three, four, five, six people passed them up and was across the finish line before they were. They started out too fast. They thought they could do it. Amen. But you got to be careful not to start too quickly. And you must start off, amen, with that mindset that I'm going to pace myself. I'm not going to start out too slow because I'll get too far behind. But I'm going to stay there with the pack. And when the right time comes, I'm going to kick it out. And I'm going to give it everything I've got. You've got to be patient in this race. There's going to be good moments and bad moments. But you've got to be patient. Paul actually wrote in the ninth chapter of 1 Corinthians. Know ye not that ye which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run, he said. That you may obtain. Run that you may obtain. Paul is comparing the born again, a born again Christian to the marathon runner. And when you look at that, that word patience, that word rendered patience means, in another word, perseverance. Amen. We are to run the race without allowing ourselves to be hindered or, or, or hindered by obstructions. And without giving out the fainting and, and stopping along the way, the side cramps or whatever. Encourage, amen, be encouraged by the example of the multitudes that have run the same race before you. Amen, we are to persevere to the end. I look at other people that have gone on be with the Lord and they've run this race. They ran, ran from the time they were filled with the Spirit to the time they closed their eyes for the very last time. 
I've also watched as a young man growing up, as a child growing up in the church, people that took off and man, they were running the race. They were on fire. They were hot. They were testifying. They were glorifying God. They were lifting Him up. They were magnifying Him. Amen. They were just a ball of energy in the church. But after a little while, all of a sudden, the gas went out. The lights went out. They went back into the things of the world. They went back after years of serving God. They lost out with God. And as a kid growing up, I couldn't fathom. I couldn't understand. I was looking at them as though that's the way I want to be. That's what I want to do. Amen. I'm going to follow that person. But all of a sudden, they were gone. But then I looked at people that were consistent. They persevered day in and day out through the good times on the mountaintops, in the valleys, amen, on the level plain, amen, as they walk with God, amen, they never gave up, they, were, they weren't inconsistent, amen, and when I looked at their life, amen, till the day they died, amen, it proved to me that patience and perseverance and walking with God, you may not be the fastest and you don't want to be the slowest, amen, but you want to give it everything you got because the finish line is right down there. In Revelation 22, it says, Blessed are they that do His commandments, that they might, might, that may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. That race that Paul talked about, that is set before us. you got to realize that when it's about ready to begin, that course is laid out. The cones are in place. You know where you're going to go. The signs are going to point you in that direction. And folks, it's the same thing for you and I. God has placed a spiritual map in our hands. We have it. We got to follow it. Amen. We got to run and follow the Word of God. Amen. Every area of the Word of God, all the signs that keep us on the right path. Amen. That's prayer, the Word of God, the outpouring of His Spirit, following after that day in and day out, day in and day out, not not taking detours and, and side paths. I remember one time when I was in high school running the cross-country track. I wasn't on the team. I was just running the track out through the woods and all of that. Amen. Just trying to see uh, the kind of race uh, that they were running. Amen. Not paying attention. uh, Not, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I thought, wow, this is a little harder than what I anticipated. Amen. This is a little further than what I think I would like to run. Amen. Knowing that the ground is not the same. You're not just running on flat ground. You're not running on just a a, a pavement, uh, but you're running on ground that's going to be uneven. You're going to get in places to where in that pathway there was roots coming across it. And you'd have to kind of not try to hit them. Amen. But you had the purpose within your heart. You had to stay focused uh, on what you were doing. Uh, And I'm here to tell you tonight, in this race, you have to be focused uh, in what's going on around you. uh, Because the enemy is not going to let you run on even ground. Let me give you the Living Bible translation of Hebrews 12.1. Notice what it says. Since we have such a huge crowd of men and faith watching us from the grandstands, let us strip off anything that slows us down or holds us back. And especially those sins that wrap themselves so tightly around our feet and trip us up. And let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. 
Let me, go to he- let me go to Hebrews 12 too. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of the faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Looking unto Jesus. Amen. Understand those who ran were to keep their eyes fixed on the mark of the prize. They must keep the goal in view. They should place all their hope and confidence in Christ because he is their sole helper in the race of faith. That they should consider him their leader in this contest is an intimate an example of you can't do it by yourself. But you got to try to imitate Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Finisher of the faith signifies in one sense, as I, as I read, a general or a captain or a leader, and the reference is to judge in the games, one whose business it was to admit the contenders and to give the prize to the conqueror. Amen. I'm here. If you look at it this way, Jesus is here represented as the officer, if I might say, of every child of God. Amen. A, uh, the contender in the race of life. Amen. For the eternal life. He is there. There's going to be a day that he's going to reward. There's going to be a day that he's going to give crowns. There will be a day when we see him face to face. Uh, amen. You've got to be determined. Uh, amen. Not for yourself but you've got to say I've got to run this race because somebody else is dependent on me. As a young man growing up I looked at a lot of lives and I'm glad I had some lives that I could watch all the way to the finish line. Amen. What a course. What a course. First Peter 1.3 let me hurry here. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4, he said, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away. Reserved, everybody say reserved. Reserved in heaven for you. Amen. 3.13 of Philippians, Paul writes, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, he said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. This one thing I do. Paul had one great aim and one purpose in life. He did not attempt to mingle the world with his relationship with Christ. He didn't try to gain both the world and Christ. He understand that he had to pick. You know, it's like Joshua in that day when he says, choose you this day who you're going to serve. He said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Choose you this day. You can't serve them both. You're going you're to love one and hate the other. You can't love them both. You can't follow them both. He said, this is one thing I do. This is my purpose. This is my calling. This is what I'm going to do. Amen. Because a man will accomplish little who allows his mind to be distracted by the things and the objects of the world, the many things. A Christian will accomplish nothing who has not a single aim and purpose in his soul. You won't get anywhere. We can come to church and get nowhere. We can sing in the choir and get nowhere. We can play an instrument and get nowhere. We can work in different facets of the church and get nowhere. But we've got to be determined that it's not just about just doing something in the house of God. It's about giving yourself to the things of God. Turning your life over to Him. Amen. And saying, Lord, I want to fulfill your purpose. I want to fulfill your will. Amen. I've got to be, as Paul said in Philippians, I've got to be confident of this very thing. Amen. That He which hath begun a good work in you will perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Forget the things which are behind. 
I've got to run to secure the, the, the prize. I've got to run. I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to look behind. If I do, I'm going to trip and fall. I've got to stay focused. Come on, let me tell you, in 2022, we got to stay focused from this day, from the beginning of this year. Amen. Revival service is coming next week. Uh, amen. We need to be out. Don't worry about everything else. I know we're fearful, but you need to invite people to the house of God. Amen. You need to call them up. Amen. You need to personally invite them. Uh, we've got little cards where you can say, hey, come to church with me. You can sit with me. Uh, amen. You can, you can be a part, amen, of, 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 of what we're doing. Uh, come on. Amen. you got to do that because we are living in a day and time where we don't know how much time we have left, uh, but yet I'm not Wanna, I'm, I'm going to forget the other things uh, of the world and my aim is to do the will of God. Amen. Other people might fall by the wayside but it's not going to stop me. Uh, other people might linger here and linger there but it's not going to stop me. Uh, amen. Some might stop here or stop there but I'm not, it's not going to stop me. Uh, I'm going to keep my eye steadily on the prize uh, and I'm going to strain with everything uh, that's within me. Uh, amen. To obtain it. Because I know if my attention is diverted for one second or one moment, it could hinder my, my struggle and my fight to make it my prize. Amen. I don't want to lose the crown. I want to gain the crown. Amen. Amen. So Paul says, I'm looking onward to the prize. Amen. A single object. It's a prize. It's in my view. I'm not going to allow my mind to be diverted. I'm not going to, uh, not going to even uh, let a contemplation of my past come into my life, amen, to stop me or to hold me back. No, amen, I'm not going to stop to think about the difficulties of life, amen, which, which will try to overcome me or the troubles that I face every day. No, I'm going to keep on running. I'm going to keep on fighting, amen. I'm going to, I'm going to accomplish something uh, in my relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. I understand that if I try to do it on my own, I'm not going to be successful. If I try to make it on my own, I'm not going to make it. I need the help of God in my life. Well, let's clap our hands and praise you. Paul wrote to chapter 8 verse 1 in Romans. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ, who walketh not after flesh but after spirit. I'm reaching out. I'm stretching out. Amen. I watched this guy doing a a, a high jump. He's got the record in the world. And, uh, and I watched him drum, jump seven feet, two inches. Amen. He's about 5'11". And I was amazed by that. By just making that little run and then leaping into the air and being able to clear that bar. It just didn't happen. He just didn't decide one day that yes, I, I, I can do this and just do it. No, it took preparation. It took training. It took keeping his mind focused. Amen. Failure after failure after failure, he just kept at it. I'm here to tell you right now, you might fail once, but don't stop. You might fail twice, but don't stop. Amen. You might fail three times, but don't stop. Keep working at it. Keep conditioning yourself. Keep praying. Keep reading the Word of God. Because sooner or later, you're going to make that leap of faith. Amen. And God's going to do something great in your life. Amen. God's going to do something fantastic. Hallelujah. you got to reach forth. Stretch. When you run, how do you run? Huh? When you run, how do you run? You don't run like this. No? You lean forward. Amen. When you lean, you run. You lean forward. Why? I'm stretching. I've got purpose. I've got a goal. I'm going to run. I'm going to obtain it. Amen. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to get distracted. 
Amen. God, help me to remain humble and desire the things of Christ. Do you know as a Christian we should always strive to reach the next level? Right? To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus. On earth I long to be like Him. Amen. I want to strive to be like Him. I want to grow in Him. I want Him to move in my life. I want to follow after Him. Amen. I want to go deeper in His, His Word, deeper in revelation, stronger in my sensitivity toward the things of God. Amen. God, help me to strive to reach a higher stage, stage of holiness and righteousness. God, I want to be like you. In fact, 1 Peter 4, 16 says, Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Let God do it. I'm pressing toward the mark. I'm pressing toward, I want that prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to press. What's that mean? It means to pursue. Everybody say pursue. If the musicians are come, I'm going to quit. I'm not done, but I'm going to be done. Amen. Press. Pursue. How? As he who was running a race. Pursue it. I'm going to press. For what? The mark. It means properly the object set up at a distance. It's something you look and you aim at. It's a goal that you're trying to achieve. It's a post that's set up in the distance. It's the end. It's a signifier, the end of the race. It's your mark. You're trying to reach it. Why? You want to win it. And here it means that which is at the end of our Christian race. Comes to an end. Comes to an end. It's going to be over. It's going to be done. And we have to face God. So run this race and be determined that when it comes that time, I'm going to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Let's stand together. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. What is that prize I'm running for, you're running for? Oh, man, a crown of rejoicing. A crown of righteousness. This is a crown that's incorruptible, a crown of glory, a crown of life. 1 Peter 5, 4 says, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Folks, This is the day that we decide. God, I want to fulfill your purpose, your will. I've said it many times tonight, but I'm going to say it again. I want to fulfill your, your will. I want to fulfill your purpose. Why? Because somebody depends. Somebody's watching my life. Somebody's looking at my life. Just like you and I have looked at other people's lives. And we want to be like that person that's mirroring the things of God. In life. We want that in our lives. That's what it's all about. It's to get a hold of it. So tonight we're going to open these altars up. Hey Amen. I want us to come. If you don't come to this altar, find a place to pray. And just for a moment, just say, God, I'm going to make it. 
I'm believing in your word. I'm believing, amen, what's been preached tonight, what was preached this morning. God, help me to be not just in this race for myself, but help me, Lord God, to run this race well so that I might help other people, that I might encourage them. They might find that place where they can be what you want them to be as well. Hallelujah. That's it. Lift your, your hands up, your voice up. Reach out to him today. He is as close as a mention of his name. He's as close as a mention of his name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Well, lift him up tonight. out to him right now, Lord Jesus. Minister to us. Minister to us, Lord God.